It was a couple of weeks ago when Nico Arndt and I did the Mammoth March, a 100-kilometer hike in Munich, Germany. It has been by far the toughest and most rewarding challenge we've ever made, and we wanted to share it with all of you. All of our learnings, all of our memories and experiences. Now it's time for you to sit back and enjoy the ride. This is Into Cold Water. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Into Cold Water. I am your host, Rodrigo Aviles, and this is a really special episode and a new one, uh, dear listeners, because I'm here tonight with my good friend, Nico Arndt. And the reason we want to have this episode is because just a couple of weeks ago, we had this amazing experience of doing a 100-kilometer hike here in, in Germany, in Munich, in the Munich area. And we thought we have to share this experience, right, Nico? Definitely, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, we have, and we have so many. We did it in twenty, twenty hours, uh, tw almost twenty-one hours. It took us, correct, if I'm not mistaken, to do the uh, whole thing. Twenty hours, well, 40, 40 minutes. Twenty hours, forty minutes, exactly. So we could talk about a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of things, and some of them, and most of them. This is what also we want to share with you. So we're we're just text testing here. So please, dear listeners, let us know if this was interesting for you. We really hope it is. For us, it was amazing. So yeah. So I will just kickstart this, uh, Nico. So how was overall this experience of the Mammoth March, hundred kilometer by foot for you? um yeah looking back it was amazing um but i remember doing it wasn't that much fun at some point yeah. <laughs> um but i think um looking back now and knowing to like to finish and to to yeah to have done it um makes you mentally stronger right mm, like, you totally know, you feel like you feel like you're stronger now yeah, well, knowing, knowing you've done it, it's like uh, it's a good feeling now. Yeah, exactly. And you know what happens to me? It, it's really funny. I know that I can do now everything by foot. Yeah. Right? So I just I just literally walk everywhere now. I yeah. run to my gym in the mornings instead. I mean, before I was driving or I was taking my bike. It's only three kilometer, but now I said I'm I'm just gonna run. And, and this is what I do in the mornings, you know? So I, I go to my gym running. And then if I have to go anywhere, I just maybe walk instead yeah. of what I was doing before taking my bike. Now I walk. So it's a strange feeling. Compared to 100K. Exactly. <laughs> compared to 100... It's pretty short. <laughs> but, but that's the thing, you know? I mean, compared to 100K, I, I, th I, I say, if, if you already walked 100K... I mean, you can just walk to the supermarket or you can just walk to the yeah, to Marienplatz, which is the main square here in Munich. You know, I mean, you can just you can do everything by foot. And this is amazing. Yeah. Right. But feeling. you know what? I, I was also thinking and, and just so that we can also share this, because, of course, such an event as any other uh, sports event or, or, or an event of this level requires some preparation or should require some preparation, right? So it's not recommended, of course, that you just jump in and, and you just do it because, of course, it's tough and, and uh, you might get injured or you might, you know, there are some complications, of course. And I, what I'm bringing this up is, is because <laughs> we only did one day this preparation of, of walking or te uh, of testing ourselves walking 46 kilometers, I think we did. 
Yeah, so we were pretty unprepared, actually. Exactly, we were really unprepared, and yeah. yeah. And and you know what, Nico? I remember when we when we finished that that day. It was a Sunday. I remember when we or when we were doing it. Of course, we could feel our legs. Everything was. We were in yeah, slight pain. I would say yeah, Definitely. Uh, blisters and you name it. And then we thought we're not even halfway the way that we will have to do on the day yeah. of the event. Yeah. So, so shit, that was thing tough. Is, one thing is we weren't trained, right? So I'm hiking sometimes. I'm running. I'm doing like 10k runs. You've done a marathon um, this year. But we weren't prepared for a 100k hike. So that's a totally different story, right? And um, yeah, yeah, we did that one preparation walk just to see um, if we need a strategy or what to take, what, what yeah. food to bring <laughs> and all exactly. that stuff. Yes, it was it was a nice idea. It helped definitely. Yeah. But um, we couldn't like we couldn't do the training just three weeks before the event, right? It, was, it wasn't possible <laughs> exactly. to, to get all the training because we should have started like month, month earlier, but we didn't. I mean, I signed in three weeks before and I asked you like three weeks before. So there was no possibility to, to, to get the training. We, we just had to, had to do it. I remember when you sent me when you sent me the WhatsApp saying, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna join this mammoth mash?" And I said, "I mean, it's walking, you know. I mean, as we as we said when we were doing it, you walk your whole life. I mean, you walk pretty much every day, but when you never walk 100k on a single shot, yeah. And man, that was that was a different experience. <laughs> yeah, that was totally a different experience. And also, I remember when we and now that you were talking about this preparation and some sort of the checklist." It was it was really interesting how even testing the shoes. So which shoes should you use? And I remember, I mean, you brought that day two different pairs of shoes and also the food. So what kind of food? Maybe I should eat something lighter. Maybe I should eat this or I should, you know. So we were literally, and mm -hmm. as you said, we used that session. Uh, I think not only, let's say, to, for the physical aspect. And now I'm going to link it also to the mental aspect to it because I think this was mainly... The or I don't know actually I will I would like to ask you do you think there would there would have been a way in which we could prepare mentally for it without having done more than forty six k on our preparation day or how I think uh -huh. that's what we did right like yeah. uh, having a checklist checking the food that's all small things hmm. nothing um, which is comparable to to real training sessions for for a few months but yeah. it was uh, helping you mentally to know okay i can do it or to to think actually i to think that we could exactly to, to have uh, very or like some few things like very little things uh, which you know help helps help you a bit just a bit mm. but it's like it's a positive feeling okay i can do that better okay i can do here better like uh, for example i am i noticed that i started eating too late On the day of the, the event, you mean? Yeah. On the preparation. Uh -huh. On the preparation, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, I, um, we did like 20, 22K when I first ate something to get mm. energy back. And I, I noticed that's too late. You have to start earlier. So on, yeah. the, on the main event, I started earlier. I ate my first power bar. No, it was mm -hmm. a banana. Was <laughs> banana. Um, I ate that one at like 10K or something. So I started uh -huh. earlier. So it's the small things, um, which... They, they don't help you very, like, a lot, but they help you a bit. 
Exactly. And that helps you mentally to stay strong. Mm, you're right. And you know what? I think this 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 part for me was the most surprising and the most eye-opening, uh, this mental part of it. Mm. Of course, the physical part I knew. And of course, everybody who joined, I think it was around uh, 1,100 people who joined this mm. event this year. I'm pretty sure every single uh, one of us knew that it was going to be painful and it was going to be physically tough. Yeah. But for me, what was really eye-opening, as I said, was this mental strength that you develop. As you said, when you cross that finish line and you realize what, what you just did, it's just, I, I, would, I would even dare to, dare to say it's powerful because you, you realize, okay, my literally it was a mindful effort. It is like, I think the, the whole thing is a mental trial. Mental, more exactly. More than a physical uh -huh. one. Obviously, when you train a lot, it's a, it's more a physical one. But when you don't train like like us, and you just think, okay, I, I walk my whole life, I can walk, mm. <laughs> but um, it's going to be tough for like twenty or twenty four hours. Um, it is more the mental trial. If you are able to keep keep up to to do it, and that's what we're, what we prepared for, right? So um, the few things yeah. we did before to stay mentally strong to be mentally able to just walk despite the pain, the blisters and everything. Yeah. And keep walking. Yeah. And you know what? Also, I think it's, it's this, those, these things that, uh, and we, we talked about it when, when, I mean, you walk a, a lot and then perhaps, I mean, we were just walking always together, but there was also people who were by themselves. So I think at some point it even happened to us that we were, we feel that okay, we're getting bored, you know, because we, we didn't have uh, perhaps any more to talk about, or we were just listening to music. I remember when we were walking throughout the night, mm -hmm. you know, that we just, music. we just listened to music. And then yeah. sometimes it was I, many times actually passed through my head. What am I doing here? It's <laughs> 3 a.m. in the morning And I'm just literally, and we, we, we came up with this term like zombie walking because I was just, I could close my eyes and mm. just keep walking as much as I could. So yeah. uh, again, my body was just allowing me at that time to do it. But then also my head was, okay, you're still, I don't know what was the kilometer when we reached the Isar, so the river here that crosses mm. Munich. Like 65 well, or something? 65, exactly. So we were still missing like 40-ish kilometers, 45 maybe. And man, that was tough. Yeah. I remember that was tough. Um, I like, for me, the, the strategy to, to just keep smiling. Oh like yeah. That one. Pain. I love it. Yeah. 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 Um, that was one of the, one of the best things actually for me. So mm. before the event, um, I told myself every time when I feel pain or when I have a, a bad, bad thought in mind that I mm. couldn't do it or something like that, I keep smiling to tell my body I'm happy. I'm feeling great and I can do it. Yeah. And like, it, it must have been like, it must have looked very stupid but every, <laughs> every 20 or 30 seconds, especially in that part, especially when we, when we uh, walked through Munich, uh -huh. like kilometer 70 to, to 80 uh -huh. or 85. Um, we were in pain. It was, it was very bad. And I was just smiling, smiling. every 20 seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just, Okay. 
keep smiling and then I forgot like after 20 seconds and then I smile again yeah. it, it must have looked very stupid <laughs> no but you know what and here I would like you to explain Nico because I remember actually that was literally a lifesaver also I, I mean for the both of us you know this simple trick of just if you feel pain just smile mm -hmm. so if you could just share a bit of, of where does it come from so that everybody it is, it have is, an idea I, I, I'm actually not <clears> sure where, where I have it from but mm -hmm. it is um It is simple. It's like um, your body thinks that you you are fine and happy when uh, you're smiling. Mm -hmm. So the trick is actually um, is I think it's a business trick um, mm -hmm. to put a pen in your mouth, uh -huh. and um, you 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 definitely smile because the pen um, keeps your opens your, your mouth, yeah okay. opens your mouth uh -huh. and then you're smiling right, um, and that's all the trick. And then your your body. Um, Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, so you just trick biology, it's, uh -huh. but it's like endorphins uh -huh. or something. Uh -huh. um, so your body works with that. All right. Yeah. So it's a trick. It's a. It's a trick to trick your mind. You, you trick. You trick your mind. You trick your body. Yeah. Uh -huh, exactly. And that, I remember also you. Uh, we discussed uh, this experience you have when when you do the how's it called this deep um, mm -hmm. that you go in the water the deep free diving, uh, free diving exactly. Mm -hmm. That you do the squares with your hands also to to uh, mm -hmm. distract your mind when you're feeling okay I cannot go any longer this is it yeah you know right, that you right, just right. distract your so that's another one yeah so we when we do um, when we when we do tries of um, keeping your air as long as possible so staying underwater as long as possible um, so static um, and you you I told you you go you try to go to your happy place so I go to my yeah, happy yeah. place <laughs> so I take one last breath and then I go down and I go to my happy place but that's possible for for me um, for maybe two minutes and mm -hmm. after two minutes um, it is like my my mind thinks I need to breathe and then I'm I'm not able to go. Um, to to my mind again so i'm i'm pretty into the moment then in the moment and I'm, yeah. yeah i'm not i'm not able to go to my happy place again yeah <laughs> and um, then one strategy is doing squares so with your fingers in front of your front of your um, your eyes just doing these squares um maybe 30 35 to just yeah like you said just um to distract your mind to distract um to just think of anything else than breathing and that's yeah. That's it's really I, I really love those those uh, simple tricks that you ju that really makes you yeah distract your mind and think of something else instead of I'm dying over here, <laughs> and also uh, this one's uh, this was the best I, I, I think it's the jokes. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so just to, just to just to tell all of our listeners what happened. So when we were doing the preparation, we thought it would be a nice idea that every 10k we just tell these really silly jokes. Yeah. So what we did, actually, I didn't. I forgot. <laughs> But you, you did it, and that was really cool. Uh, so what what Nico did, he wrote down on on uh, these business cards, simple jokes. So every 10k, you were sharing those jokes, man. They were I was amazing. Telling one joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, those, again, yeah. it's 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 a mental strategy, right? Exactly. So, um, you try to, because if your goal is 100k, and you are at 20k, that goal is just too far away you need you need goals which are which are closer which are easy to to get you, you know like and 100k knowing you, you walk another like 12 14 or 16 hours is just a goal which is too far away 
So your next goal should be closer. And our goals were the, the 10K marks, I think. We were always happy to find these 10K signs. Oh, right? yeah. That was, um, a, that was amazing. It was always like a good yeah. feeling. <laughs> so um, these goals are perfect. These 10K K goals are perfect. And um, also like a small thing, like um, just telling a joke. Just looking forward, you're walking and you know you walk for like two more hours to get to the next 10K or three more hours to get to the next 10K. And um, you're all already looking forward for that one one small joke. <laughs> But you know what? I, I would like to... Uh, this, is, this is amazing, Nico, because I'm just thinking how can we all just... Uh, extend let's say this to our to our lives in general you know because sometimes maybe you think okay i want to become this really successful business person or i want to start my company or i want to have my family or you name it i mean this big goals this 100k goals in our life yeah and sometimes we forgot we forget sorry about the 10k goals mm -hmm. yep Definitely. So this is this yeah. is beautiful, you know. I mean, so my what I'm trying to say here is that we should all, and also I'm gonna do it myself, uh, think about our 10k goals. And this is amazing. I really like the 10k goals. Mm -hmm. And then also remember about the jokes. And by jokes, I want to use the analogy of perhaps when you reach those 10k goals, just enjoy them. You know, I mean, perhaps yeah. I don't know. Celebrate them. Go for, celebrate exactly. Celebrate yeah. them. And it doesn't have to be this huge thing. I mean, uh, whatever it is, I mean, go get a nice cake or an ice cream mm -hmm. if you want to, but really celebrate those 10K goals. That's amazing. I think especially in, in, in Germany, um, the, the culture of, of like in, in the companies, uh -huh. is that's exactly one of the problems here in Germany. I don't know with, with like Mexico or, or somewhere else, but um, in Germany, we don't celebrate. Like uh, the, I would say, the older company cultures, like newer ones, probably are different. Um, like if Google comes here with with their headquarter, um, that's probably different. But um, older German companies, yeah, they don't celebrate the goals. That's a company. That's really interesting. Problem, yeah, actually. exactly. Yeah. That's a company culture. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely changing that or, or trying to change that in my company at the moment, because we we don't do it like. Yeah. And I think it's definitely a game changer. And again, using the analogy of, of the, the, the Mammoth March and the 10K, as you said, I remember when we, when we were walking and then we saw the sign, I remember you were always saying every single picture we take, we have to smile and we have to look like yeah. fresh. Yeah. And you know what happened? <laughs> exactly. You know what happened? There are some people, some friends and colleagues, they told me, because I remember we had this nice picture of the uh, 90K. So we will reach yeah. the 90K the next morning. Of course, we were dying and we were just, I remember I, my, my, my feet were like, I want to rip them off right away with shoes and everything. I don't care. You couldn't But, see uh, that on the photo. Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. That's the thing. And my friends were telling me, you look so fresh. And I was like, no, I was dying. Literally, I was dying. But then the, the agreement was we have to smile and we have to make this trick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. It was really nice. And I also, one, I remember when the first, I think it was the, when we um, finished this upper part of the ESAR, mm -hmm. I think it was the 70K mark, if I'm not mistaken, that it was also in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Also, that we one. went down to the ESAR. Exactly. Then we I went down to that. the river. Yeah. 
also I remember that when I was in I was super tired and I mean everybody was really tired and also walking through and I was a really complete experience I've never done it before and it's really yeah it's a, it's an experience altogether but I remember when I when I saw that sign and we stopped we took a picture and then the joke and then we stopped it was just it literally it's, it's refreshing mm-hmm. it's like give you, gives you a, a a a boost a small boost but needed unnecessary yeah. right yeah now that's that, that that was really cool yeah it's uh i mean i'm just i'm just now that we're talking about it it was two weeks ago isn't it when we did it was uh, it two weeks three ago? weeks i think three, three weeks, weeks ago already yeah. all right man it feels like just yesterday <laughs> but what was the most challenging part for you nico that you can remember it's funny before we did it i was sure that the that the worst part is around 60 or 70k because you've done a lot everything hurts and you still have like 30k in front of you <laughs> yeah. so and it, it was tough right it was tough like around the 70k was tough but actually like the last 5k or something <laughs> it was worse <laughs> i don't know like i thought uh-huh. mentally it must be easy because it's like the last 5k you've done 95 so that's in your mind you can tell yourself okay i've done 95 so i, I, will, I will do the last five right but it was it was so tough and we were very slow in the end, mm-hmm. right? Do you yeah. remember like yeah, yeah. Every, you stopped like every 10 meters and every, I was like, yeah, no, I was... we have to go, we have to go, <laughs> don't stop. Uh-huh. And that was really tough, but it, like everything hurt so much. Um, like last last few, yeah. Yeah, for me as well, the last, the last kilometers, I remember it was from the uh, 80, the, the one that we saw on the on the already in Munich and within the city mm. of at Munich the on, at, at the, the university, university exactly yeah. it was kilometer eighty mm. that was from then onwards I I, I told you I'm I'm literally mm. thinking about saying that's it yeah. uh, and literally what made the whole difference Nick when I told you also and I will tell it to you again it was because of you and because of your keep walking don't stop you know I mean this this constant push that really made the difference. Uh, so as we said, uh, when, we, when we both started, also I, I, I joined with the idea of I'm going to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But then also at some point I said, this, the pain that I have on my feet, I've never felt it ever in my life. <laughs> and I don't know how am I going to be able to keep walking for six hours like this. I, I, yeah. ju- I just, I could not see it. Literally, I could not see it. Yeah. I understand. I, I don't know. I just um I just tried to 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 keep walking, right? Like like you said, to just just do it and uh, don't think about having six or seven more hours. And we didn't know at that point how slow we would, we would, <laughs> yeah. we would be in the end. So exactly. we thought it's five hours, but it actually was seven or something. Um, yeah, you just I don't know. You just um, keep going. Like in in the night, you were really good keeping the pace. That's what I, I told you before, like, um, big thanks to you for keeping the pace during the night. Um, but in the morning, I don't know. Yeah. But it, it was the, it was the vision to finish that walk. And, um, the moment from the moment on, I, I signed in from that moment on, I was sure I'm going to finish. There were thoughts in my mind. If something really bad happens, okay. Like then I, I, I might have to, um, quit like something you just cannot walk anymore um but 
despite that, there was no chance to to not finish that race for me. So I had that from from the first moment on, I had the vision of finishing. I wasn't thinking about not finishing. There was just no option. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really powerful mindset. And I remember also one episode um, back uh, of the podcast, I talked to Jonas, Deich, uh, Jonas Deichmann, by the way. Jonas, if you're listening to this, also quite a lot of inspiration because what he was telling me about or what he was talking about was that when he did this world, uh, world uh, triathlon, mm. of course, it was the toughest thing ever, but he never thought about not finishing it. So that was not on his on his vocabulary. That was not on his radar. That was not anywhere in front of him. So he said, I'm just going to finish it. Not doing it, that's not an option. Yeah. And it's just a matter of mindset. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the, 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 the small mindset things you do. Um, and that's, that's another one, right? Like to have the vision of what you want to do and to following it. Um, no matter what, like... What, what I was also struggling at some point was also, yeah, towards the end, I think it was uh, when we were, I think we already passed then the 90K mark. As you said, I mean, I, I, I run quite frequently. I've done marathons. And uh, what I was struggling a lot was realizing that I could have run the last 10K in 40 minutes, for example, <laughs> if I would be completely fresh and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then realizing that those last 10K, I was not able to put one feet, one foot <laughs> in front of the other. <laughs> yeah. And it was going to take me not 40 minutes, for, but four hours, or you name it. Almost. That like was, exactly. That was, I was literally in my head, it was a constant battle of, I, I think it was my ego telling me, you're not going to, you cannot run. Do, do not try to run because you cannot do it right now. Yeah, so just yeah. be, I, and I think this is also a key word for me, it's be patient, be mm -hmm. patient, sorry, and just take one step at a time and you will reach the goal at in four hours, yeah. not in 44 minutes. So I think that was, so being patient and uh, as I said, I'm pretty sure it was my ego saying, yeah, you could do 10K in 40 minutes or whatever, but not in, in four hours. It was, it was really challenging as well for me. But that's the thing, like when we started, in the first, I think, 30K or even 35K, uh, we had uh, parts we, uh, where we ran, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> of course, when you're fresh. Uh, and even at that point, it even felt great um, because um, it was different muscles you needed. So uh, running in between in the first, first uh, part of the, of, the, of the race, it was just perfect to run for a few, a few K. It was feeling feeling great because it was just different muscles needed and then it felt great and in the end um yeah i had so many blisters uh, i could feel them walking i, I couldn't have run like no yeah. chance yeah. I, I i might have um or i might like when i, when I would uh, would run now i'm would my like need like 50 minutes or something or 48 to finish 10k but at, at the moment no way like um Not even a few steps, like with all these blisters, uh, no chance. Yeah. Exactly, but it's. I think that's the thing, you know, that that you realize or that you know that you could you could do it uh, uh, if the scenario would have been different. If you if you would have, if we would have been fresh, we could have easily run the 20k or 10, 10 last uh, kilometers yeah. in a couple of minutes, but we could literally not put one feet after the other 
in a, uh, I mean, at the same pace of when we started, of course, because we were just so smash and yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember how I lied to you all the time. You were asking me how far is it. I was like, yes, yeah, yes. 2K or something, and I, kn I, I knew it's like maybe four yeah. or five, but don't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But you know what? That's also yeah, you're right. And I think what I was asking, and I remember perfectly more towards the end because I needed to have a visual reference in my head of how much energy. And, and you know, versus the distance, I don't know. It was just a craving that I that I had to have mm, back mm. then, you know. Uh, yeah, but I remember I was asking you every, I don't know, every, every five minutes. Yeah. Like every, yeah. <laughs> how far? How far are we? And how far? Because also I remember my watch, uh, my GPS ran out of battery. My phone was a mess. But I remember that, like, when you when you think, um, or like that, that's what I wanted to do, right? Like to to keep you in a positive mood i want to tell you it's not that far actually knowing it is actually <laughs> still far like it is still far it's yeah. way more than i'm telling you exactly uh, but i thought i'm keeping you in a positive mood if you if you think it's it's closer than it yeah. is no that, that that's literally i think for not only for this kind of events but definitely i'm i'm truly convinced and now after this experience i'm, I'm even more convinced about this that mindset it's it it just makes the difference all the time i mean you can be the most athletic guy or not or the most or you can be physically ready to do whatever or you could have the right skills to do your job or to do you name it mm. but if you don't have the right mindset then things will not work out at some yeah. point because of yeah. course you will face challenges of course at some point you will feel like dying of course At some point, you will feel demotivated, and and mindset, it's an attitude, it's just everything. Yeah, you definitely lose in your head first. That's it. That's it. You, like you lose firstly because of your mindset, and everything comes comes afterwards. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, this is why when pe I'm pretty sure also people uh, ask you, you know, why you do it. And I remember I asked because we also had the chance to to walk the first uh, kilometers with uh, with Matthias. Which, by the way, Matthias, also a big thank you to you mm -hmm. <laughs> for pushing us and for keeping the pace on the first kilometers. And it was also really nice to know you, to get to know you. Um, so uh, we were talking about. Uh, so why why are we doing it? Or I, I remember I asked him, why do you do it? And he told me just in really simple words, something that I still uh, keep in my head, which was, I, I want to test my limits. Yeah, so I want to go, I want to know how far can I go. And I think this is also really interesting because, of course, we all think that we have, our limits might be, I don't know, the 50K mark. I mean, I'm also talking about metaphorically speaking. Yeah, but when you realize that you can always push a bit more and then you can always push more and push more, then you realize my, my limit is not the 50K, but maybe the 60 or the 70. And then you keep pushing. Mm -hmm. But it's again, it's not only the physical aspect that I'm talking about. It's the mindset that you have to be ready to suffer. You have to be ready to experience pain, frustration, you name it. But you know that at the end, you will cross the finish line. Yeah, you have to. That, that's it. You have to have the vision. Exactly. You have to believe. There's yeah, a, there's you have to nice, believe. Um, yeah. There's a nice quote. Um, I think it's Anthony Hopkins uh, who's saying, um, "Believe even if you don't believe. Play the game of belief." Oh, that's beautiful. So he's telling you just keep believing, even if you like, and you have these 
you have these moments in life, right? Where you, where you don't believe anymore. Um, and it doesn't matter. He's telling you, just play the game. Just act, act like you believe. Trick your mind to believe. It doesn't matter. Just keep, keep, like, like keep the vision of you finishing, like in that case, the, the, the 100K, right? Um, or whatever else, like uh, your company, your, your whatever goals, um, keep up the vision of achieving the goal. No, and uh, going back to the to what what I said before, and this is beautiful because it's just how again how these kind of events, besides the the the, the physical aspect to it, when when you bring them to this mindset arena, it's meant it's it's amazing how much can you learn about yourself, mm -hmm. and how much can you grow in those mm -hmm. in those in those events, yeah. Uh, I love it, and uh, and I remember one one colleague of mine also asked me one time. So why why do you do these kind of things? You know, are you crazy? And I said, no, I mean, I'm not crazy. I just I I want to test myself. And also, I remember when we were doing the training, Nico, that uh, we were almost finishing it, and then we were also asking ourselves, you know, so why why do we do this? And you said something that was also really insightful, which was I think from uh, what was the name of the actor? Uh, po um, Apollo. Paul Walker, exactly. So, what was the what, what was quote. the yeah exactly? But what was it? So uh -huh. I'm, I'm stealing everything from everyone. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's it's no, but those are really those quotes that people have to know, you know. Yeah, um, he was saying um, right at that moment, there's somebody in some hospital somewhere who's dying to have the chance you have, like he's fighting any like that's not the exact quote right I, i don't remember the exact quote but like at right at that moment there's somebody in some hospital um fighting any any um illness any like very very difficult or dangerous whatever um yeah who would love to have the chance you have at the moment sitting in front of your microphone Bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I and, yeah. and that one I remember. Uh, so I I kept that uh, that quote from Paul Rob when when you shared uh, during the training with me because I was I, I realized you're go we're going through this we're walking this tough uh, scenario we it, as I said it's painful it's whatever you want to be but then there's somewhere there's someone who will definitely would like to be in our shoes right now with experiencing the same thing perhaps mm -hmm. and that's just it's just you know a huge boost of i mean you have to keep moving forward right stop complaining yeah <laughs> right i mean you have everything yeah. with you i mean you have literally every single piece luckily uh, of of your body every single piece i mean you're you're literally perfect i mean our bodies are machines literally the best machine ever created and then You, you, I mean, you cannot, you cannot say no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is I it. mean, we cannot that's afford it. to say no, honestly. On point. Yeah. So that's, stop complaining. That's, just exactly. Um, you have everything you need, so just uh, yeah, keep going. Exactly. No, I love it, and I was uh, as I as I told you when we crossed the, we, and that was I remember that moment also. It was it was just so amazing, Nico, when we were approaching the finish line, and then we said. Man, I'm pretty sure we're, I'm gonna cry. I was wearing glasses, so you could not see. But I was also there were yes, I'm, yeah, there were also. So, it's so emotional, and just yeah. 
compared to when when whenever I done races or, or marathons, you name it, is there's a whole it's big groups that crosses the finish line at, at the same time pretty much or a whole bunch of people that crosses yeah. at the same time here it was a different experience because it was only even at that time we just crossed the two of us and then perhaps yeah. behind us some meters away there were one guy or some other person yeah. so i think that moment of crossing the two of us the finish line and then hugging and say hey man we did it it was it was amazing i cannot That's describe amazing. it now, right now yeah. with words it was just so amazing yeah, so amazing. I wanted to, I wanted to like, um, I, I like that moment so much, and staying there, and and all the people, and then they had these nice uh, food trucks and everything, but you just couldn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> Your legs were so much in pain. Exactly. You just wanted to sleep and just to, to yeah. not feel the pain anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, actually, there was there was the there was a bad part actually. I, I wanted to to enjoy that part. A lot more, but I couldn't. I was just, uh, yeah. I remember when when we because we went for for a beer afterwards, of course, and that beer I think it's the best beer I ever had in my whole life. Probably yeah. it was, <laughs> yeah, it was so, yeah, it was the perfect beer ever. But I remember we were just sitting on the floor. I finished my beer in. Two minutes, I was already asleep. <laughs> yeah, I had to wake you up to get exactly. to the car. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember if you would ask me, when did you fall asleep? I remember I just put the beer back on the floor, empty, you know, the <laughs> bottle I put, and yeah. then <laughs> gone. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. my body just said, you did it. I'm going to shut is, down. We were sitting around um, a few other people, right? And we were talking yeah, yeah. About, about the race and everything. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, Ro, let's go. And you were like asleep. I was like, hey, seriously? I literally passed in two minutes, honestly. I remember the, the last image I have in my head is putting the glass, uh, the, sorry, the bottle on the floor, just like, you know, cuddling a bit on my, on my backpack and then pff, gone. That's the last thing I remember of being on the... <laughs> For me, it was seriously when I, when I got home. Like I prepared that ice bath. Um, another another very important goal for me during the race, thinking about like being happy and thinking about the ice bath I would do when I come home. Like a very, very important. And seriously, like during the race and the last kilometers and I was really down, I was in pain and I was really looking forward to that ice bath. That was very important. Yeah, and then I got home doing the ice bath, um, looking badly at my blisters it was like oh shit your feet man i remember the the picture you posted your feet i said how could you do it yeah and that was actually that was like from kilometer maybe 40 or 45 right i felt that blisters for more than half of the race i knew they were there and i was telling you i i cannot take off my shoes i just cannot if i take off my shoes one time I wouldn't be able to to, to get. And it was it was it was the best decision. You didn't do it. Yeah, just uh, just keep going and um, yeah, distract from the pain somehow. Yeah, but when I when I came home then, like uh, doing the ice bath, um, just changing, taking a shower, and then uh, I, I I had to take medicine. Otherwise, I couldn't sleep because it was so much pain. But then I had the same feeling, right? I was just dead. I could feed you so much, like sleeping on on these stones uh, after the finish line. Yeah. Was, for me, it was the same here. I was like <laughs> dying. You just passed out after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, the body just said, it's "Okay, I did it. I already, I already did my job. Now I'm gone. I mean, forget yeah. about me for." Yeah. Right. 
Uh, it was it was amazing. Honestly, uh, unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, for for people or for all of our listeners in in other countries that um, so because the Mammoth March only happens, I think. I mean, in Germany, in some cities in Germany, and I think in Austria, Austria in Austria mm, as well. And there's one in Denmark. All right. So, um, uh, but if you ever have a chance to sign, I don't know if in any other parts of the world, uh, there I'm pretty sure there should be something like this. But if you ever have a chance to do something like this challenge i we will definitely encourage you and recommend you isn't it nico to definitely. do it i mean definitely. it's it's literally life-changing i will dare to say it's literally life-changing yeah and i have one question ro yeah um there was one guy on the on the track and he was telling us we were very very in pain it was like kilometer 80 85 something like that and he was telling us yeah so tomorrow you will feel pain the next day you will recover and in three days you will sign in for the next race. And oh, yes. The both of us were like, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No way I'm doing I this again. It. So yeah. my last question, are you signing in again? <laughs> um, yeah, I can tell you now that I will definitely do it. Not the same route, not the same one in Munich because I would like to, you know, explore some other area. Yeah. But yeah, I remember at some point I said, there's no way on earth I'm going to go through this again. Yeah. <laughs> But you're right. I will definitely do it again. And it's another another nice trick of our minds, right? Um, you always remember the good parts way better and more than the bad parts. That's a good thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, you're uh, that. That's really nice. That's I. I really love that because if you if you would ask me, and I also I will ask ask you now this, but. For me, if you if if of you would ask me what what's the the thing that you can remember now the most was that that small um, road to the finish line mm-hmm. when we were just literally could look at it already like a couple of not even hundred meters away from us, and then thinking about every single yeah pace that we had to take to get there, yeah. you know that was just the most rewarding thing ever. Yeah. And yeah, for sure, I will do it again. <laughs> yeah, cool. So we will have to look tell now me, where... Tell me yeah. where I'm in. <laughs> we will have to check it out. I know that there's, uh, or at least uh, on my Instagram now, it's everywhere, but um, I think that in Vienna, there's going to be one, but I, it's only, I mean, not only, it's also nice, but 55, I think. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to check when it's the next 100K and where, but that will be definitely something. And this, uh, time, this time we might train, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> We could do some training, yeah, in advance. Yeah. Now, question to you, Nico. So what would be your key, let's say your top three takeaways from the whole experience? My top three takeaways. Um, or your top takeaways. I mean... Uh, I would say definitely keep smiling. Um, like if you, <laughs> if you walk through hell, keep smiling <laughs> and keep going. Uh, um, yeah, set 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 small goals, uh, set achievable goals uh, within a certain distance, so you can see them, you can reach them. Um, yeah, and keep believing, mm. no matter how tough it is. Love and it. Like, yeah, you know, um, you know what I'm um, what I'm doing with my company for a few years now, and how tough this is. Um, and I could like it's the same like in that in that walk. Just keep believing, no matter how, how tough it is, and what goes wrong. I really like them. 
And you know what? There, on the first one, you said um, if you're going to if you're going through hell, I mean, just keep walking. There's also a really nice quote from Winston Churchill, mm -hmm. which is quite similar. I think it was around if you're going to hell, just keep walking. I mean, why why would you stop? In hell, yeah, that's that's very good. Right, so uh, yeah. I mean, why would you stop in hell? Yeah. Just yeah. keep walking, <laughs> and then at some point you will, you will leave it behind. So just keep walking. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I I can only shadow what you just said, um, and I will just add from my side, as I said before, this part of the mindset and the attitude for me that's everything, pretty much everything in life. As I said, you can be the most prepared, skills physically, you name it, but if you don't have the right attitude, I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to make it in the long term. Yeah. So attitude, that's everything. Um, and it's definitely something you can train, you know, you can improve. Uh, so definitely focus on the mindset, focus on the attitude. That will definitely take you to the next level. And yeah. also it's it's something that, that uh, as I said, that you can always improve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I will just add to your list, uh, enjoy, the, enjoy the moments, you know, enjoy even if they're tough, even if they are, you know, if you're in pain, every single experience in life has something for you to learn. If you want to see it like this, then that's for me the key. If you want to see it like this, you can always and literally every single step of your life, every single step of the way, learn something and take something positive for you. As I said, only if and only if you want to see it like this. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, so uh, I was I was really looking forward, uh, Nico, and to, to talk about our experience because... Uh, of course, we talk about it between each other and also to our friends, uh, to Danny and Lucas, which, by the way, a huge shout out to Danny and Lucas and to Simon, uh, your brother, which also we did an episode, a really cool episode at the beginning of Into Cold Water. I think it was episode uh, four or five, four or five, exactly, quite at the beginning. So huge uh, shout out to them because they're also really, I mean, always pushing us uh, to, you know, to challenge ourselves. Um, so also it's, it's just magic to be surrounded by, by friends like this. So, uh, big shout out to them. Um, but what I want to say is if you have the chance, dear listeners to do something like this, just go ahead and do it. I mean, it's the best recommendation that I can give you or that we can give you, isn't it? Yeah. I would say the same. Definitely. Awesome. All right. So, uh, it was a pleasure, Nico. To uh to share our I mean to talk about because I think along the way we didn't talk of course we were going through the experience but now that we can talk about the experience I think this was also really nice to to share isn't it yeah to share to share the thoughts without um yeah <laughs> thinking about <laughs> without... the blisters too much <laughs> exactly <done> now. <laughs> yeah now being safe at home and being uh... safe sitting on a, on a nice chair <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was I was I was really looking forward to to talk with you yeah. about it, and uh, so yeah, I'm really glad we did it. So yeah, and thank you also a big thank you to the to the Mammoth March team because I did I mean they did a a really great event. I was also really positively surprised on how the whole organization was. Everything was just like really really well organized. So also a really big shout out to you guys. Yeah, and they were keeping up the the mood, right? They were so happy and so supportive. 
very big thanks yeah yeah it's a it's a great event so thank you for organizing it and yeah as we said we're just gonna look for the next one and i'm yeah. pretty sure we'll be there <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll talk about it <laughs> exactly. so thank you ro for for the opportunity no it was my pleasure man it was my pleasure and uh, as i said thank you for inviting me and for sharing this great experience thank you so much and to all of our listeners see you next time Into cold water.